Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. Tuning into us means we help you win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. As the name says, we are business creators. We have our entrepreneurs, small business owners, local business owners, marketing and business coaches, consultants, and mentors also tune in. Folks who help others create their businesses, the ones we call the business creators. And we have the do-it-yourselfers who like to have your own hands on the levers. If you are one or more of the above, please take a moment, explore episodes, and discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. And this episode is something that I am on the edge of my seat to share with you. When you hear who our guest is going to be and what we're going to talk about, you're going to recognize that this could be a very important next few minutes for you. I go on social media, and I see pretty much everybody's doing video. I don't have cable. I spend a lot of time streaming YouTube videos for my entertainment and my infotainment. And I think that a lot of it might be noise. So what I've wanted to do here for Business Creators Radio Show is bring on somebody who understands the power of video as a way to communicate with others and for business owners and business creators to implement to wow their clients and customers. And this is why I'm so excited that today we're going to discuss how to use video in your marketing to get more clients and to share with us on this topic, we have none other then Jason Shao, who is the co-founder and chief video officer of a little company that you have heard of called Animoto. Animoto is an award-winning online video maker that makes it easy for anyone to create professional quality marketing videos, even if they have no technical skills and have never created a video before. Most of our listeners have heard of Animoto, and that part of the reason may be because Animoto has certified partnerships with little companies that you might have heard of once or twice, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Small Business Administration. So without further ado, let's introduce Jason Shao. Jason, come on in. The weather's fine. Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. It's a real privilege. Oh, this is going to be fun. Before we dive in, and I know you have a ton of information to share with us today, and our listeners have a few great questions for you that we hopefully will have a chance to ask for in our time together, what we like to do here at the Business Creators Radio Show is just take a quick step back and find out a little bit more about Jason the man and just tell us a little bit about your journey and what's brought you to where you are today serving business creators from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Sure thing. Wow. Let's see the journey. Well, I guess, believe it or not, you know, we've been at this now for just over 10 years. So I guess our journey with uh, this whole Animoto adventure kind of started about, you know, a dozen years ago. And so as I think back on that, I mean, what was kind of interesting about that, I mean, 10 years ago in some ways doesn't seem like that long ago, but this is like the days before the iPhone. This is like when MySpace was still popular and, and Facebook was still kind of up and coming. And, um, you know, now you look at where we are today with uh, social media and video, you know, taking over and mobile take, having took over everything. But, you know, back then it was um, we uh, a good buddy of mine, Stevie, uh, we were here in New York City working in TV 
which was actually super exciting. I mean, it was like kind of our dream jobs. I was, I was uh, producing stuff for MTV and Comedy Central, and my buddy Steve was doing documentary work for uh, ABC Documentary Group. And, and we'd, you know, get together every once in a while and, you know, have a few drinks and just brainstorms of it. But we kind of just kept coming back to this, this reality that everything was just, around us was just changing so fast. You know, we saw these phone things getting smaller and smaller to the point where, you know, they're like fitting in your pocket. It just seemed inevitable they're going to have like internet connection and maybe even, you know, cameras on them. Um, this whole cloud computing thing uh, was starting to, just starting to take off. Um, social media was starting to take off. Uh, and so all this stuff just seemed like change was inevitable, and it just seemed to us like video had to be a part of, you know, the center of all this at some point. So we just couldn't right. stop thinking about it. So we, we, you know, we kind of just started working nights and weekends on this crazy idea, purely from like a technical standpoint. We were just nerding out, like, on seeing if we could like render video in the cloud, something no one had ever done before. But, um, you know, we thought it was going to take a few months. It took us like, like over a year to prove out that just the basic technology. But once we did, we were kind of like, we have to, we have to give this a shot. So we, you know, quit our day jobs and gave ourselves another year to see if we can get this off the ground, pulled in a couple other buddies to, you know, co-found this whole thing. Um, and here we are, you know, uh, 10 years later with about a hundred people here in New York. And luckily, uh, video is everywhere and, and, and mobile and social has, you know, really played a dominant part of our lives. So, um, uh, I think we, we maybe got a bit lucky with some of our, our bets in the early days and our foresight. But it, for us, it just seemed like everything was going to change and we just, we couldn't resist not being part of that ride. So. Well, first of all, congratulations for seeing a curve as it was coming up. When YouTube became a thing, I had just entered entrepreneurship myself. And it was kind of fascinating to me, kind of confusing to me. And like many of our listeners, that's a boat I kind of missed out on. I did not get to be the first person to say, I have a course called How to Make Millions Using YouTube. Uh, there are also courses on how to make millions using pretty much everything. I mean, heck, I think there are even courses on how to make millions on Quora, of all things, uh, which is a great platform, by the way. And what I found interesting, and I wanted to highlight this, is I think I heard you say that Animoto started as a side hustle until you guys quit your jobs and went all in? Yeah, it's not necessarily, you know, like the, the, the most people don't actually talk about kind of like the logistics of how you go around starting a business. But, you know, I, mean, I think for everyone listening here, they are, it's, it's, you know, we were several years into, a, you know, a, I guess a, a pretty decent career and living in New York is by no means, um, you know, chump to, you know, you have to pay rent and you have to feed yourself. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and we had significant others and stuff like that. So it's not like we were just out of college. We were, you know, like about, you know, 10 years out of college. And so we had real life facing us. So uh, this was kind of our way. And, and you know, the, the market was not really proven yet. We The technology was so it, it kind of behooved us to make sure that we had something going um, before we could, you know, start building a team and start raising money because, right. you know, otherwise it's it's just it's just an idea. So um, so that's you know that's kind of how exactly how we did it. We we worked on the weekend uh, nights and weekends to prove out the technology. Once we got had something basic going, we were able to pull on a few more people. And then once we kind of you know launched and had some real users, we had enough credibility to go raise some you know raise some money from from family and friends, and eventually you know, venture capitalists. And, and along the way, Amazon actually became an investor, which is kind of a fun wow. story. And then, 
So, you know, just piece by piece, just making sure that we were, you know, that this wasn't just talking the talk, that we were actually walking the walk, um, say, doing what we said we were going to do, showing people real, you know, results, showing ourselves real results and learning along the way. Um, yeah, so it wasn't, you know, I mean, certainly it, 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 starting any business is, is risky, we, quitting our jobs and just going for it. But, um, you know, at least we, we kind of put in the work to know that we weren't completely jumping headfirst into an empty swimming pool. There was, we were jumping headfirst into a swimming pool with maybe a foot of water, <laughs> hoping that it would fill up quickly. Yeah, and the reason I point that out is listeners of the Business Creators Radio Show have confided in me that, yeah, they have their great social media channels, they have their business, they have this big presence, but they, are, they have this fear that people are going to find out that they're working a part-time job or driving Uber during their downtime to pay the bills because the thing hasn't quite connected on the revenue side yet. So I wanted to share that and just highlight that for a moment, that when you have the founder of Animoto saying that Animoto started as a side hustle, that whatever you're doing out there, for those of you who are listening, keep on keeping on. You will get there. So continue to do what you're doing, keep at it, and don't give up. Now, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's start by setting some framework here. And Jason, tell me, why do you, in your expert experience, based on your viewpoint, believe that video is the most powerful way to communicate what matters? Well, man, I could talk all day about that. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> the punchline is, is, is exactly, I mean, it's exactly what you said in the video. The punchline, it, proof is in the pudding, right? Video is everywhere today. And... And the reason, the why, you know, is because video is basically how people want, want to consume their information and their, and their content these days. And that's why video um, is everywhere. There's, there's all sorts of really interesting stats, like stuff off the top of my head, stuff like people recall six times the amount of information from a video than from text. Or like, you know, video generates 12 times more shares on social than text and images combined. Um, you know, and for all of us, you know, business people out there, uh, a great one is, you know, after watching a video, 64% of people are more likely to make a purchase online. But, you know, there are, there are a bazillion stats, especially over the last few years, there have been so many stats and uh, studies and tests and, you know, about the effectiveness of video. But really, you know, the, the, the why behind all of it is that just video is, is compelling. It's how people increasingly want their information. And so what we, as businesses have had to quickly learn to do is make sure that we are delivering our message, our information, our content in ways that people increasingly want, and and that's video. And if you think about it from just kind of like a I don't know like a like a qualitative point of view, it's video is just so interesting because it's it's really like a mix of everything, right? It's it's visual, it's it's audio, it's it's text, it's people, it's music, it's just all these things kind of combined together. So there's almost kind of like something uh, for everyone. And in many ways, you know, when video is actually done right, you know, when all those things come together well, it, it, it just almost kind of like, you know, it's like one plus one equals three. It's like all those things can really reinforce one another. So, but, um, you know, I think what we've, what we've seen uh, is, you know, not just video, um, you know, proving itself to be compelling, but all these things like mobile and social media kind of a uh, basically putting video right in your pocket. So it's like, you know, you don't have to go home and sit down and turn on the TV or turn on your computer anymore. I mean, people are glued to their phones, which pretty much means they're, they're glued to social and glued to video. 
Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's what, what businesses are learning and what we've been telling folks is, is business is video is, is, is kind of, it's kind of like becoming like a, a form of communication. Like, like I like to tell folks that we have to learn to speak video, right? Video is not this one-off item on your marketing to do checklist. Like, Oh, I have a video on my, on my website. I'm done. Um, video is a form of, of regular communication and that's really kind of what's, uh, what's changing with marketing these days. You know, I, I've, and, and I've seen so many folks who were reluctant to get into videos starting to do it. Uh, I personally, and I've said this so many times here on Business Creators Radio Show, the reason why we call it Business Creators Radio Show and not Business Creators TV is because God gave me a face for radio. He also gave me the voice. So I emphasize what works best. And going back five or six years, people said, oh, you got to sh- – you got to do talking head videos. You got to show your face. People don't want to see PowerPoints or demos. And this is back when I was doing a lot of video tutorials where I would use Camtasia to display my screen and train people technically on how to do things. It's still something that I do as part of my consulting practice for companies that are looking to build organizational legacy for new and and retain, retaining employees, which which is great. And that's where I did some of my best work. Now lately, I've been doing some uh, some live streams where I uh, set up with my webcam and I'll speak into the camera and all that. It's not my preferred way of doing things, but I do it. And I've actually gotten some great feedback from it. So I guess I'm over that hump. It's just not my favorite thing to do. And I found that my personal teaching style involves a combination of me transmitting it through audio and being able to point to something where you can read it. I've gotten feedback when I've done speaking presentations that that combination seems to get me the best reviews. And that's just me personally. So I don't want to get necessarily, although we might, uh, but at least not right now, I don't want to quite get into whether or not you should show your face on video because the standard answer, I believe, is yes, although I add the caveat of what works best for you. But what I'd like to hear from you as a practitioner and somebody who's hands-on with this is some cases that you've seen where a business owner could implement video in their marketing and use it to wow their clients and customers? Well, I think there was, I mean, that just story of what you gave, I think there's just so much packed in there that I think actually, you know, everyone can really relate to. Um, you know, believe it or not, or maybe not, you know, I, I, I hear all the time that, you know, that one of the main reasons why people don't want to get or don't get started with videos is they just don't want to be they're not comfortable being in, in front of camera aside from the fact that there's like I've never done this before I have no experience I have no time I have no you know I don't have big budgets all those other reasons but specific to video is people are like well you know I, I just don't want to be I, I'm not comfortable being in front of camera um, but I think you know I think uh, there are when we look at the types of videos that are that people that businesses are creating right most of them actually don't even have the you know the the business owners or even you know even any people so we think about all the types you know here are some of the type of videos that I think we see most small business creating they're creating um, you know maybe like a you know a, an overview of what the company offers um, in terms of the product or service how-to videos um, demos product demos uh, interviews uh, testimonials of you know of, of some of the their, their customers um, event recaps announcements. Um, you know, blog or content teasers, um, newsletters, 
And so you think about a lot of those types of videos, they don't, they don't actually have to have, um, you know, you or, or actually, you know, any, any people on those. In fact, when we see um, a lot of the, these videos on social media these, these days, if you notice, a lot of them um, are, you know, for example, photos and text. You can actually just grab yeah. um, some of the stuff that you already have. In fact, you, you know, you asked for some, some examples or stories. Um, a great tip I'd love to just give everyone is, is if you're trying to figure out how to get started is start with what works. Think about what you already have in your business content wise or what already works for you in a mar from a marketing perspective. Because, you know, in many ways, um, video sounds like this whole new type of marketing to learn. But I think what I loved, what I love telling people is, is video is, is, is just a way to amplify what already works. So there's this company buffer, yeah. um, that does like social media tools. And, and, and they're also known for their fantastic blog content. They write amazing, amazing content. They do all sorts of write-ups and studies yes. and stuff, and people love their yes, content. Yes, they do. So they were, trying to, they were trying to figure out how to get into video. So what they did is they're like, well, we have all this great blog content. Why don't we start there? All they did was they sorted their blog posts by which ones were most popular. They started with the first three. They made some short little videos that were probably like no more than 20 or 30 seconds. Um, a couple of them, I think, you know, just kind of quickly recap some of the main points in the article. One of them, because the article was longer, kind of just teased, you know, teased a little bit, you know, but all of them were like, you know, if you want to read more, you know, here's the link. But basically, they, they were able just to kind of take what they already had, that they knew what works. And because they started with the most popular uh, blog post, they knew that this is the stuff that would resonate with their audience. And in fact, they could just take some of the same images, you know, some of these blog posts had like little you know, graph, uh, you know, charts and graphs or some stock images. They just use those exact same things. They didn't have to go out and shoot anything. They just grabbed yeah. some things. They put in stats, put in, uh, you know, some, some, some text and some quotes. And literally, you know, in an afternoon, they had three great videos that were already popular. They didn't have to shoot anything. They didn't have to put any people in it. They used exactly what they had. Um, so I, to me, I love that story because there's just so much about, uh, kind of, uh, you know, hopefully that people can resonate with. Just think about what already works from a message standpoint, or maybe you're sitting on a bunch of great testimonials on your Yelp page or on your, on your, you know, on whatever social media that you're using. Um, and it doesn't have to be people talking. You can, just, you know, put some, start with some quotes um, of what people yeah. are saying about your product or stuff like that. So, so the point is all sorts of ways to start using video based on what you have, what you know to be successful, and without actually, you know, having to be in front of the camera. You know, I um, I uh, am on your website right now at animoto.com forward slash business, and I'm looking at some of your samples that you see when you scroll, maybe a little bit more halfway down the page. And this, depending on when, when the listeners listening to this episode, whether they're listening to it live or whether they're subscribed to iTunes and checking it out later on, this may change depending on what categories you have, but right now you have things like real estate, fitness, photography, education, nonprofit. Uh, there are examples like you, know, you have your school newsletter, you have your workout instructional. So I like this, the bicep blast workout, where in 28 seconds they show you exactly how to do that bicep workout, and you see step-by-step -step videos of people doing the various motions of the bicep workout. That's a great way to teach people how to do exercise. So I don't know if the creator of that sample went and actually had themselves filmed in the gym doing those those bicep exercises or where they found video clips to Animoto, but just to show you how powerful that is. And then the real estate ones I think are really great. 
is these are very powerful videos that use captions and pictures, and the real estate agent themselves does not have to worry about hooking up their camera, finding the right microphone, getting their tuning right, and speaking directly into the camera. They can be completely personal with their audience without having to go through all that hassle. Uh, like, for instance, there's this one, Five Reasons Why Country Life is Better Than City Life, and there's a combination of little videos and little pictures and captions that give you the feeling of, oh, I'd love to buy a house in the country. And now we don't have to hear from the, uh, the realtor because at the end it has their contact information. I mean, these are fantastic examples. And another thing I know yeah, is most of these are like 30 seconds long. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, you know, these are videos for, for social media. For So a lot of the, you know, when we, t when we think about social, people are mostly on mobile, so they're on the go. They have short attention yep. spans. And, and actually, a lot of them are, are, are listening, are kind of watching without, you know, the audio even on. So, um, you know, so that just reminds us we, we, we not only have to keep the video short, but we have to make sure to use a lot of a lot of text to kind of reinforce what we're talking about. But I think the examples you gave are just again. I think probably the number one question I get is just like how you know how do I get started? You know I don't even know yeah. where to start. But you think about the like realtors. They're sitting on all sorts of. I mean they already have great, beautiful images of, of their properties or of or uh -huh. past properties or of the neighborhoods or you know whatever it is. I mean they're already sitting on same. You know you think about. Um, anyone in the uh, fitness fitness professionals, um, they are surrounded by, you know, amazingly uh, interesting people um, yeah. that would all probably love, love to be on camera. Um, you know, anyone doing uh, podcasts or anyone in, involved in content is is constantly churning out, um, you know, interesting content. And so I think once you just start thinking about the ways that you naturally are regularly communicating with your audience. Whether it's like you know whether you're doing it via today via email or posting a blog or you know on social. I mean, business owners, it's kind of our job to be regularly informing our audience about you know new things, about inspiring them, about educating them, about featuring stuff, about announcing stuff, revealing stuff, inviting them to do stuff, sharing stuff, explaining stuff, demoing stuff. So there is a constant need to just communicate and. So this is, again, I think the best piece of advice I can give is don't think of video as this whole new type of marketing. It's really a way to amplify um, what it is that you're, you're already doing. And all of us are communicating um, regularly. And, you know, if, if I, here's one other great piece of advice um, that I think helps some, some folks. And this actually gets to a very practical reason why video is, is actually useful for you, the, the, you know, us, the very busy business owners, is think about all the things that you're regularly having to repeat um, in, in your day-to-day -day business. You know, you, we are all having to constantly talk about, um, you know, what our business does or what we offer, why we're different and why we're unique. What's the story behind our business? You know, um, there's probably, I get, you know, there's questions that I get asked over and over over email or even, you know, when we're, you know, to, to our team or when we're building our team or hiring people, there's things that we're repeating over and over. So what are all those things that you're repeating over and over? That That essentially is actually content too that you can start leveraging and putting to, in the video. And so not only yeah. do you know that's important content because you're repeating it, it saves you time because, you know, once you capture it in video, you can leverage that video. And oh, by the way, that video can take on a life of its own, uh, you know, be seen in 200 countries where, you know, you obviously can't be and, you know, and be shared and, and et cetera. So there's benefits to you as a business too. It's not just, uh, you know, something that people out there want. It, it can save you time if you're really focused on the stuff that you're, uh, you know, doing over and over. Yeah, and 
wanted to, wanted to mention something else here. Just very briefly, I was getting ready to say before you uh, leapt in there with your brilliance is that you were mentioning the idea of doing property listings. Well, if you go on Trulia or any other website where you can look at houses for sale, they're going to have the pictures of the house with the statistics about how many bathrooms, how many bedrooms, how many square feet, uh, what kind of heating it has, and every other thing. You can, in fact, you demonstrate how to do this, how to do a 30-second property listing where you combine all those elements into a nice 30-second video. And I also wanted to mention just for our listeners, for those of you who have not yet cut the cord and are still watching broadcast television or cable television and you see commercials, how long are the commercials? 30 seconds. How long are a lot of these demos? 30 seconds. Notice a trend? So this is, could, could literally take the form of creating commercials for your business without having to hire a production studio. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, what's, what's uh, fun, I mean, the real estate example is a great one. It's, and for me, I mean, I actually am on those sites all the time because I just, like, love looking at listery properties. Um, but, you know, it's like, I always wonder, why do they have pictures over here and then the stats over here? And you're trying to kind of, like, with video, you can actually see the bathroom and see the information about the bathroom or see the kitchen and, and the information about the bathroom at the same, or about the kitchen at the same time. So, I don't know. It just makes so much sense to kind of put it all together as a kind of, separate it, you know, separate pictures away from, you know, all the information. Um, But I think property listings are a no-brainer. But I think also, I think what's really helping um, businesses kind of stand out is when they, you know, if if you're not comfortable being in front of the camera, then great. There's, we, we gave a bazillion reasons or, you know, ways that you could get started without being in front of the camera. But what, and I think you alluded to this, Adam, is, is I think, you know, um, one of the, one of the challenges with today is is there's so much content now. Um, it's it's almost like we're just just um, you know bombarded. It's over information, right? It's over information, and there's actually even a lot of misinformation. And I I personally think one of the biggest challenges at this point is not only figuring out how to stand out from all the crap out there, all the noise out there, but also I think there's just a lot of get you know because of a lot of misinformation out there, people actually don't know you know, what to trust or who to trust or what information to trust. And I personally think that video is one of the best ways to, you know, to really humanize your, you know, your brand, your, you yourself, your brand, your company. So if you can be in front of the camera and don't worry, it doesn't, you don't need to be perfect. People, people want to, you know, like to see the, the, the real you, um, you know, if you can be in front of the camera or if you can find people um, in your company, or you can find real customers, uh, and you can figure out ways to humanize what you're doing. I think that goes a long way today. There's a great quote by um, uh, a man, uh, what's it? Zig Ziglar, I think. He says, "If people like you, they'll they'll listen to you. But if they trust you, they'll do business with you, right?" And so I think this is right. just all, today. It's all about you know doing doing what's authentic, you know, so that you can really develop that that trust that you need to with your audience. And so. Um, if you can, um, yeah, and it might be uncomfortable the first time, just like with anything you do, but, uh, you know, after you do a couple of videos, you'll probably love it. So, um, yeah, if you can humanize your, your marketing efforts and, and, and put yourself in the video, if you, uh, if you can take a challenge. Right. Now I'm going to be completely candid here is I personally don't need Animoto to create Animoto results. Now let me explain what I mean by that. I have Camtasia. I have access to platins of 
royalty-free images, video clips, audio clips, everything else. I know how to do captions. I know how to do fonts. I know how to do everything else. Now, pause. Now, pause and listen to what I'm about to say here. I'm thinking about joining Animoto myself, all that being said. Here are the reasons why. Yeah, I have Camtasia, and I know how to do this myself, but in order to create one of these videos through Camtasia, I open up the, the Camtasia, which I'm extremely proficient with. I've been using it for 11 years. I mean, Camtasia is like one of my go-tos when it comes to software. It's timeless for me. But I have to open up the project. Then I have to do a search for my audio underlay, my images. I have to do all the call-outs and the fonts, and I have to make the images zoom in and out and everything else. And then I have to tweak it, render it, play with the audio settings and everything else. With Animoto, I can log into a control panel, do that in a couple minutes, and just bang the 30-second video out. And we look at it from a price structure. You have pricing on this website. I'm not going to say what the numbers are because I want this episode to remain timeless. But I can tell you just through personal uh, knowledge that and I'm predicting trends that are going to happen over the next five to seven years with this, by the way, is that for the price of simply acquiring the Camtasia software amortized over 12 months of an Animoto subscription, you'll still come out ahead. Well, listen, I think the fact that you, are, that you said you've been doing this for 12 years um, means that you are not a video novice. You are already you know, quite capable of video um, and and right. if not an expert, you sound pretty event. The stuff you're talking about is like, you know, stuff that you have to get involved with, with video editors. What we, um, and, and, and here's the thing, I'm actually, you know, I've spent my 20 plus years uh, of my career in video. I, I, and I'm very proficient with all the, you know, Final Cut Pro and all that. I still use Animoto for most of my stuff because it's just, it's just easy. So here's what we've d done because most people out there that we talk to you, have zero experience with any of this, and it just sounds completely uh, scary, is we've basically created a drag-and-drop interface using building blocks. Um, it's kind of like a toy. There, there's literally no way to screw up a video. You're, you're dragging around these big blocks, um, and unlike a video editor where you know, it probably takes you several months, if not years, to actually get good at it, you don't have to have any experience to you know, drag-and-drop a few blocks around. Um, and the other cool thing is we created a whole kind of uh, collection of starter templates that we call storyboards. Uh, so, you know, if you don't know where to start or you just need some ideas, you can actually you literally open up like any of those examples you gave earlier. You can just open them right up and you're like, oh, cool, I want a top five list like that. You can open it up, drag and drop your content in, change it around, uh, and, you know, and boom. And in a few minutes, literally, you can have a video that's yours. So the, the, the fun thing about Animoto, I mean, really, for anyone who's familiar with, like, you know, Canva or Squarespace or Wix, like, we're, we take a lot of inspiration from them, right? These are drag-and-drop, um, you know, building block-based builders where you, you literally don't have to have any experience to make, you know, beautiful uh, websites or beautiful graphics. Um, and, you know, I think what, what else is, is uh, compelling, too, is, you know, so not only do we take all that, um, you know, all that work out of actually editing the video uh, away so that you don't have to do it. But um, what we've found is it's really important for businesses to make sure they can make the video really match their brand, right? So, 
making sure you can select the font that matches your brand, select all the different colors that you need, um, to put right. your logo in, um, you know, maybe animated in a professional way at the beginning or end of your video or sitting in the corner of your video the whole time, like, you know, like you see on TV. Um, and so those are just all things that, yeah, you know, if you wanted to take a few months to learn a, you know, a video editor and do all that, you can. Um, but with Animoto, it's just drag and drop. It's just literally drag and drop simple. And, you know, and yeah, we have, a, we actually just announced the whole partnership with Getty. And so we have a whole collection of, you know, of, of great images and video clips. And we actually have a whole library of thousands of, um, uh, of music pieces, of, uh, a whole collection of uh, tracks that we did all the work to commercially license for you. So you don't even have to worry about that stuff. And that stuff can get expensive pretty quickly. So we just try to make it all just brain dead simple for you and just include everything that you need. Um, and you can just get going and make as many videos as you want. Right. So when people use, so finally there's a way to use Getty images without getting uh cease and desist letters. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we, we, uh, we include, we include, you know, the whole collection you can use as much as you want. So, um, yeah, that's, that process, though you may have some, that process can get tedious and can get expensive, you know? So, for us, it's all included, and, and so you don't even have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, just, again, real quickly, because I, I, we have a lot of great questions here. To, to think about that is, yeah, a person can do this themselves, and if they have uh, Final Cut or Camtasia or whatever, if you have some proficiency, you can easily whip one of these up just a little bit of your time and effort. But now you're putting in extra money, aside from the software itself, to acquire World 3 Free Art. I mean, even on sites like DreamsTime and uh one two three rf which are extremely popular you're looking at about an average about a dollar a pick when it comes to downloading things that are decent quality for today's browsers and today's websites and more if you plan to print the thing and uh you know audio i mean i can go to one two three rf and with the amount of points i'll use i'll probably be about thirteen dollars into that video clip just depending on how long i need it to be and whether it's uh, one of those ones that can be on a continuous loop and all that but with animoto what I'm hearing is you get that all included, which is absolutely beautiful. And all the things you spoke about, I think, make a lot of sense. So here are, uh, you know, we have uh, some questions from listeners, Jason, if you wouldn't mind entertaining a few questions from our listeners. Of course. And based on where these conversation, our conversation is gone, these may be things you're able to answer. These may be things that are outside your scope. These may be things that are outside Animoto's scope. So if you'll just give us the benefit of a doubt. Uh, and the first question we have uh, comes from one of our listeners, and they're, yeah, they're like me in the sense that they don't want to do those walk-and-talk selfie videos. In fact, I've said this many times on Business Creators Radio Show. If you ever see me doing a walk-and-talk selfie video, there is a contract out there I've hired on my own life just walk up to me and shoot me between the eyes because I won't do it. Now, that being said, there are folks that I know personally that are absolutely killing it doing just that. I just don't want to. I, to me personally, it just is not in line with what I view as my personal dignity, and that's my own personal decision. That, all that being said, do you find that that is a highly effective tactic, and how do you stack it up against what Animoto creates with the use of stock imagery, uh, fonts and callouts and background music and everything else. Well, listen, I, I think that if 
if your business is basically, you know, you, if you are your brand and you, you know, you're an artist or a celebrity or someone where it's really just all about you and not really, you know, the company or product or service, um, that, you know, that people do actually want to see you. Um, but even then, you know, I'd say it's really hard to, to, to be so interesting that you can just turn on your camera on your phone and say something and be interesting. Now, if you happen to be that kind of person or you happen to work with someone like Beyonce where every flick of her hair, you know, can turn into a meme or, you know, or, uh-huh. or someone like DJ Khaled where just anything he does, including walking on a treadmill or taking a bath like people will, will love just because he's super funny and interesting, then great. By all means, uh, you should, you should t- take advantage of that. But for the rest of us, which is like all of us, 99.9% of us, um, we, we aren't celebrities. We aren't, uh, you know, f- uh, famous artists. We aren't, uh, it's not all about us. Or even if it is all about us, um, we can't be interesting, uh, you know, on a, on a dime like that. And so, um, you know, there are, there are, for people who want to peek into those types of people's lives, that's interesting. But I think for us as businesses, what most of us are trying to do is we're trying to communicate something else. And so we're not trying to communicate what I'm eating or what I'm doing or who, where I'm hanging out. I'm trying to communicate something about my business, about what I'm offering, about what's new, about what people are saying about it, about how to use it, about something that's going on this weekend or about, um, you know, educating folks on, on something that, uh, you know, that everyone's been asking. So we have real, I'll call it real information that we are trying to um, communicate. And so we, again, you know, that my back to my, um, you know, my tip about, Think about what already works for you. I think most of us as companies, what we are having to communicate on a regular basis, it's not about what I'm eating for breakfast or what I am doing. It's about stuff about my product, my service, my company, my team. And so that's the content that you should stick to. Don't, don't worry what Rihanna is doing or what Drake is doing. You know, they, they have their own <laughs> type of business. Um, and I think, uh, you know, when you see the type of, um, you know, videos that Animoto allows you to do. It's just, you know, n- you don't need, you don't need a tool to, to do a selfie video. You just turn on your camera and talk, right? But if you need a video where you need, you know, professional looking text and graphics and transitions and you need, um, things to sound good, you know, with your audience, with your music, if you need your logo, if you need your colors, uh, if you need that, if you need your videos to look professional, like they were done by a team of professionals for you, because that is a reflection of your brand, then, which I think is actually maybe something that more small businesses relate to versus that selfie video, um, then, you know, a tool like Animoto is, is, is what you need. So. Yeah. And I, and again, I think that's, a great thing to consider. Now, here's another question we have, and this goes along with what you know, people including their own face and their own bodies inside the videos. Does Animoto have a capability? And I tried to answer this myself, but I wasn't able to do it. Maybe I was missing something. Does it have like a green screening capability where if somebody were to film a green screen video themselves, they could integrate, uh, like let's say they're doing a 30-second commercial, and like it's second 20, they come in and they say, they say something like, you're going to love the way you look, I guarantee it, like the men's warehouse videos and the guy comes on at 20 seconds and says that, and have that up against uh, a colored background or a royalty-free image or something like that. Is that capable to import into Animoto? 
Not something that specific. That's actually a pretty advanced technique. But pretty much what what you can upload, you can include any video clip, you know, you want. And so there are a bunch of apps. In fact, I think the iPhone can actually even do do some stuff like that. Um, but if right. not, there's probably specific apps that can do that. So if you want, okay. you know, to do that that green screen thing, um, you can. I, I, something that Animoto does let you do actually is um, if if maybe kind of a, a great in between step of humanizing your brand is you can actually um, include voiceover. So maybe you don't want to put yourself on, but you know, you can kind of talk through, for example, if it's a product demo or something like that, you can talk through what it is you're showing. And so there's a, there's tools to help you to be able to do that. Um, but oh. I think the green screen thing is a bit more of an advanced technique. And, uh, it's also actually really hard to, to make, uh, to, to do and, and look good. Um, but if anyone right. wants to know more about that, I have some experience with that, but that's a, that's a great question. Right, right, right. So what I'm getting from that is if you have the capability separately already, get all that green screening done and everything and make your little clip of yourself speaking and then import yeah. that onto your Animoto timeline. So you're saying you can import your own stuff. Uh, but just yeah. if you want to do the advanced green screening stuff, you have to have that done in advance. So you're going to want to have an actual green screen in your video room or your office and then run that through your software and get it done first. All right. That makes a lot of sense. All right, so here's um here's a tactic that uh, that somebody's asking about is, and I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the question to you actually. Uh, this person said, uh, you know, they are getting more into LinkedIn marketing and they're making all kinds of connections on average about 25 connections a day. The challenge is is they don't have time for 25 connections a day times X to get people moved beyond just being a LinkedIn connection to being somebody they're connecting with. So they have this idea that what they'd like to do is make the connection, say hi, and then say, uh, and they say something to the effect of, you know, I've made this short little video that explains what I bring to the world and to show you the potential value of us being connected. Uh, if you'd like to take a second and look at this and let me know your thoughts, good, bad, or ugly. So I want to get your thoughts on that as a, potential strategy? Because I'm already seeing if you feel that that is something that in your experience works well in the world, that you could, you person could easily use Animoto to create a little commercial about themselves if they don't want to go through the whole hassle of uh, coming up with the right mic and the right background and everything else, just make a nice little catchy commercial. Absolutely. I think, you know, uh, uh, I think what that speaks to in part is that what we're seeing on social media now is that um, I think, you know, maybe one of the perceptions or misperceptions is that video on social media is, is just for kind of creating awareness or for, um, you know, for, for kind of uh, cre creating awareness of your brand. But really what's happening is you're able to use video along the whole kind of a customer journey or, you know, along every kind of part of your funnel. So in, in this um, example on LinkedIn, you know, we're not using video just to try to get leads, but once we get leads or once we get connected with folks, we're, we're kind of uh, further along now in our, you know, customer journey or in our, you know, in our funnel. And we're now we're kind of at the point where we're trying to inform them or convert them or to have them kind of take uh, some specific action, right? Um, and so, or even, you know, possibly even make, make a purchase depending on, on what it is or, or at least, you know, um, uh, schedule a consultation or, or something like that. 
So what we're yeah. seeing, I think what, what's important to remember is on, on social media, it's not just about creating awareness. It's really social media is able to serve every part of um, the, uh, you know, the, 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 cu- the customer journey. In fact, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I, I went on this website, Bombas, to buy socks. Um, and I realized, wow, I had already made the decision to buy these socks before ever even going to this website. And I realized I had learned all this stuff about Bombas on social media before even going to the website. So in, in many ways, more and more social media is kind of becoming the face of, um, you know, of your company where people are, are already moving along pretty far in that kind of decision um, path uh, before even getting to your site. So absolutely, I think that's a great tactic of how do you not only, you know, invite people into your world with interesting content, but once you kind of have developed a, you know, a, the start of a dialogue, how do you give them more information to, more relevant information to, to kind of um, lure them to, uh, you know, to uh, the action that you want them to take, whether, you know, give you an email or, or pick up the phone or visit a website or whatever it is you want them to do. Yeah, see, I, I'm so glad you said that because when this person shared with me this idea, I th- think it's great because, you know, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. I'm one of those people that uh, I do a lot of business conversation on LinkedIn, and on Facebook I do a lot of personal networking conversations. So somebody goes to my personal Facebook page, and they're going to see a lot of stuff about uh, – uh, I'll, I'll talk some business, but I'm really sharing a lot of stuff about cats and cat videos because I have cats, and I'm ranting about uh, ranting about the power of introverts and – how selfies kill people and all this other stuff that my audience finds just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But the reason I do that on Facebook is because if you've made it to my Facebook, I'm selective about who I friend. I don't have the 5,000 friends. I'm nowhere near it. And I'm fine with that because I actually know who almost all my connections are, or at least remember why and how I connected with them in the first place, even if uh, our usual conversation is, hey, happy birthday. All well and good. But on there, I'm seeing a potential use for Animoto because I can introduce a little more business conversation and do it in a fun way. Because as I've and I've, and I've tested this myself, I've I've stacked um, a rant, I've stacked a rant about how happy I was that a networking function got canceled so that I could do what I really wanted to do uh, next to a post about my upcoming webinar. The post about the upcoming webinar got one like. My rant about uh, how I was so happy I didn't have to go out that night got uh, 32 likes, six loves, nine wows, and and 42 comments. So in that platform, well, I, in that platform, I, I, I found that that works. Yeah, I mean, and, and a big part of that I suspect is because video just amplifies you, right? We were talking about the importance of being human or about you know doing what already works. You know that you and your personality and your rants and and what you have to say are already interesting, and so video just kind of gives you a, a way to really amplify that. Um, right. But I think, you know, I think a, a, another thing that that really points to, I think, um, for all of us to remember is, you know, half of the, you know, half the battle is getting that new, uh, that new follower, that new connection, that new customer, that new subscriber. But the other half of our, of our battle, right, as business owners is, to make sure that we keep our audience, that we keep our followers, that we keep our customers, that we keep our subscribers. And so it's not just about getting people to do something for the first time. You know, we're using video to keep people engaged and entertained and informed um, and educated. You know, for, so for, for, for you, 
um, you know, you have regular content, you have, you know, regular points of view that you're communicating to an ever-growing audience that wants to continue to listen to you. And so it's, they're just as right. important as the people who have never listened to you before. For us, same thing. Of course, we want to get new subscribers, but for us, a big part of what we're doing with video is, is, is not about reaching out to new, it's, it's about continuing to nurture and educate our existing customers and make sure they're as right. successful as they can be with our product and service. So it's not just that, that, you know, that top of the funnel, or it's, it's about keeping, it's about developing a loyal community, a loyal audience, raving fans, um, you know, promoters, whatever the lingo is, retention, it, it's video is a fantastic way to keep those people engaged and be loyal to you. Right. So where I was going with this is I'm seeing like, say, through my, through my Facebook interaction, um, and this could be for our listeners as well, for those of us who are discovering that just being a person and showing people your personal side through the Facebook platform, especially on your personal profile, is just proven by the numbers to be so much more engaging algorithmically that we could use short, entertaining videos to weave in a little business chat every once in a while, just so there's people who are enjoying your rants and enjoying your hobbies and enjoying your cats and dogs and everything can see, hey, I'm a business person too, and, and if this is of interest to you, then hey, come on over here, let's talk business. Now, with LinkedIn, obviously, uh, fortunately with LinkedIn, that is very much a business-type platform, so most of what you see on LinkedIn is related to business. Now, there are some people over there who are actually trying to include cat videos just for fun and, uh, and, yeah, and, and, and political rants and stuff like that. I'm thinking, come on, wrong platform. But the good news about LinkedIn is most of the people who are there and serious about it are there because they want to do business. So these types of commercials would be especially effective there as well. So what I'm getting at is the versatility of it. And then if you want to look at Twitter and Instagram, which are like these feeds that fly by you, and you can put up these very short videos. Uh, that's a great way of adding content to those platforms, which really, you know, you find with Twitter, I mean, unless you're super engaging, you have a large audience hanging on your every thread, uh, and you can write creatively, you're going to have your best work with Twitter sharing memes and videos. That's just my experience. Yeah, and you know, you bring up a great point. You know how you're just kind of rolling your eyes a bit and you're like, oh, come on, guys, the wrong platform. I think a big mistake and part of what contributes to the sea of noise and crap out there is people are taking their content or take, or, you know, in this case, videos and taking the same video or the same content and they're just plastering it across all the different social platforms. And I think what uh -huh. we, what we need to learn as businesses is that people actually use these, um, platforms. This is not rocket science. If we think about it, people use these platforms in different ways. And so the cheat sheet here is, is basically Facebook is great for updates. Like what's, you know, what's new. Um, Instagram is fantastic for people are going there to be inspired. Like what's, um, what's, what, what, what are ideas or what's inspiration I, I can, you know, can get here. Um, Twitter is really all about what's now, what's happening in the moment. What's literally happening now. It's, it's so ephemeral. It's like really about capturing that moment. Like what's happening this afternoon or what am I about to do? Right. And YouTube is, YouTube in, in many ways is, uh, is, it's not, some people actually say it's not even like a social platform where you're going to connect with your, your friends and colleagues. It's really more of become like a search repository for video where people want to go to learn. So YouTube is where people want to learn about something. Um, and they're actually willing to watch longer things or, you know, sit down and watch with audio because they're already opted in 
to um, to wanting to learn about something. So that's a fantastic place for your your demos, your how tos, and of course LinkedIn is is really your your first go to place if you're you know if you're a B two B or you know trying to make connections in the, in the business world. Um, you know, but even then, right? Let's let's be mindful that people are there uh, for a specific reason. They're on these different platforms for specific reasons, and we have to be mindful of the type of content that we're putting on each platform. Yeah, and you know what? You 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 must be genius level here because you kind of read my mind. Because I had one more listener question that was pre-submitted, and this and here here it is. Uh, they were asking. Hey, I, I do Facebook Lives all the time. Can I just take those Facebook Lives and put them on my YouTube channel too? And a lot of the advice I've seen out there says don't just download that video off Facebook and put it on YouTube because those are two different platforms. And I heard somebody who's a well-known video expert who's a friend of mine say, whew, glad I was able to jump in here. We saved a life today. So uh, I gather, you know, based on – that little cheat sheet you just gave us, which I just typed down furiously in a notepad, by the way, and I encourage all of our listeners to subscribe to iTunes so you can back and listen to this again. Uh, I gather from that that you probably don't want to just download your Facebook Lives directly onto YouTube because they are two different platforms. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, live is its, it's, its own thing. But same thing, you know, let's think about what, what makes something interesting to watch live. So part of what's contributing to all the noise and you know, we'll say crap content out there is people kind of jumped on the live, the live video bandwagon and they're just going live for, for any and old reason and, and, and just contributing to all the noise out there. But what makes live video compelling is, you know, basically you have to be able to answer why live? Why is this interesting now? Why is this interesting today? Um, you know, is it something that's, uh, that's current? Is it something that's about to happen? Is it like an announcement? Is it, is it a big reveal or a big, you know, product launch? Um, is something happening in the news right now? Is there an event going on that's right now? Like people want to tune in to stuff that's happening right now for a reason. But if you're just going live and, and, and it could have been done whenever, A, people will sniff it out and, and they'll realize you're just kind of, uh, you know, filling the, the platforms with, with crap. But also, um, you know, for you, you're going to have a hard time making an interesting live video um, when, hey, why not, if it's something that you could have done uh, at any point of time, why not take the time to actually make it a bit better and a bit produced and, and get, you know, get the talking points right, make it shorter instead of long and rambling like we are, you know, live. Um, so even for you as a business, you have, I think, uh, it's more beneficial for you to take the time and make a nice, compact, short, effective, efficient video than something that's just like live and long and, and, uh, and, and sprawling. So, but if it's something live, like, you know, like a billboard magazine, um, you know, uh, sometime last year covered the women's March, right? That's a fantastic example of why you might do something live because that's something going on right now. But if it's like an how to, you don't need to do that live, just capture it in a, in a, in a video and put it on YouTube. Yeah. You know, uh, with Facebook, I'm just going to use this as an example if you have a business page, they have these new publishing options where you can choose to publish it now or schedule it for later. And you can also do it as a premiere. And what's really great about that is you can, uh, you can decide when to premiere that video, and you can also upload an image for your announcement post. So it will already be posted. So you can pre-record a video, upload that video, and then put up an image to say, this video will broadcast on Friday, on 
Friday, January 4th at 4 p.m. Pacific. And it will say that from now until that date. I'm just making up that date. And it will be an image here. It says coming soon, whatever you want to do. And then when it distributes, it will display this through this thing called Facebook Watch, which is almost like TV. Mm-hmm. So you can – I just want to point that out, that you can create something using a platform like Animoto uh, if it doesn't have to be live right this second – do something really, really epic and have all those facets of the live experience and just have it have it take place then. Absolutely. You know, if you think about you no know, not I think the bottom line is not all videos are, are created equal, right? The the more and the more we'll call it evergreen it is, then you know, arguably the more time you should spend making it Great, because it, it will last for a long time and it'll be seen by a lot of people. Um, but if it's something that's, you know, that's uh, a, you know, temporary in time, like a, an event or a launch, or if it's maybe something less important, uh, you know, we don't have to kill ourselves making that video um, perfect. We can just get it up. But certainly for anything that will stand the test of time or that you expect, you know, to be seen for several months, um, we can put some effort in making that, you know, quality video versus just turning on the record button and, and and kind of uh, shooting something out of your mouth. Yeah. So I just wanted to highlight that so you can combine Animoto with those types of technologies. I think – I don't have it right in front of me, but I think YouTube does something similar, and if it doesn't, it will soon because they're always copying each other. And it's just another thing to think about. So hopefully what we've done over the course of the past hour here, Jason, and for all of our listeners, is show you a little bit about this Animoto and what it really means to you. It's a name that everybody's heard of but not everybody understands what it actually does. So I hope we disambiguated that. And we've also given you some tactics to make your video more effective. So two minutes left before they shut us down. And I'd like to give one of those minutes to you, Jason. Somebody's on the edge of their seat. They want to learn more. They want to do more. They want to dig in. What is the next step? Where can they go? Well, certainly, you know, we can all, uh, if you're interested in Animo, check out, uh, you know, our tool at animoto.com. We've, we've talked plenty about it. But for anyone else that just wants to get in touch, I, you know, we were saying that it'd be fun just to create like a audience out there um, in case you want to get in touch with me. Um, so we'll create a page, animoto.com slash DCRS. And I will put, uh, put my contact info there and, and maybe some of the links to some of the stuff that we've talked about if you're interested about learning more. But certainly, you know, whether you're, whether you're just getting started with it, with all of this or you're trying to figure out how to take your you know, your game to the next level with video. Don't, don't hesitate to get into it. I love, you know, as, as a business owner myself, I love talking to you all and, and hearing about what your, what your challenges are and what your hopes and, and inspirations are and, and, as, and obviously anything with video. So animoto.com slash BCRS, and I'll have a bunch of interesting info for you there. Okay, great. Uh, for everybody listening, this has been fantastic. And Jason show of Animoto. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and an education and candidly a hell of a lot of fun. Thanks, Adam. And congrats on the success of the show. Um, it's been really awesome following you along and, and it's been a real privilege just being a part of this. So thank you. You bet. For everybody listening, this is Adam Homie, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com where we help you win the game of business and marketing so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. 
Until next time, have a great day. Take care.